Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Drinking beer and watching sports is pretty awesome. And one of the few things on par is drinking beer and playing video games. But dropping all that cash on games that end up collecting dust after you're done with them sucks. But there's no sense in trading in old games unless you really want 25 cents off your new one. There's a better way. Gamefly. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii, and 3DS, as well as older systems. As a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. And if you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low use price. There are never any due dates or late fees, and Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge. And right now, Gamefly is offering fans of Craft Brood Sports a premium free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get that free trial started today, just go to GameflyOffer.com slash Sports. That's GameflyOffer.com slash Sports. Or just head on over to our website, CraftBrewSports.com, and click the Gamefly link in the menu bar. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. This is Bronson Arroyo from the Cincinnati Reds, and you're listening to Craft Brewed Sports with Scott and Mike. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Craft Brewed Sports. I'm Mike. Sitting across from me, as always, is Scott. The man behind the computers is Joe. This craft root sports. Scott, you ready to uh, tap this keg of uh, virtual sports knowledge? The man behind the computers? Yeah. Is it computers? You add an S to stuff? Well, I guess because he's got two screens. It made me think he had two computers for a second. Oh. I got confused. You pom-pom whore. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> I'm fancy. <laughs> 
It is. I was thinking about how much this show has grown since the first episode. And this like, I table? looked as I looked, I was like, damn, that's a lot of shit over there that Joe's dealing There's with. A like a <laughs> whole bunch of equipment. It doesn't fit on the table that we had. We have a say. second table. Like that's mm-hmm. how much crap goes what, on here. I remember it was two mics, two dudes on a couch. Yeah, that was a. Uh, that was, that was the name it. of our porno tape. Right. Well, that was weird. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, there's going to be more jokes like that throughout the episode. Um, we got a fantastic show coming out tonight. Yes, we do. We're uh, talking sports gambling. We're talking rounds on hard knocks. We're talking yes. Jordan documentaries. All right. Easy. Ah! Easy. There, yep. There it is. Uh, Scott's going to try <laughs> to get through that. I may. That may just be our new game. Let's see if you can do that whole segment and talk about that documentary without popping wood one time. <laughs> I don't think you can do it. My bet is no. I'm already at half jump. <laughs> uh, we've also got a uh, one of the craziest beers I have ever heard of on this show. Uh, this was one from Tavor. We'll talk about that in a second. Before we get into that, Motherfucker let's do our of Motherfucker week. of the Week poll. Uh, the poll is live on our Facebook, uh, so you guys can feel free to go and vote. Two very uh, different options here for Motherfucker <laughs> of the Week. We Normally, we try to get them that are, it's like two people on kind opposite of sides similar, of an argument. Yeah. But this one, we just went with just, just two, two nominees. Weird things that happened, too. Uh, so your first nominee is the Toronto Raptors social media team. The entire social media team. Whoever is their main... Whoever runs... Twitter. Because, well, it wasn't just Twitter. They did it on Facebook, oh, they too. Oh, they, wow. It was their whole I social it was media. Just Twitter. Yeah, so <laughs> Toronto this... They really uh, screwed the pooch. Today, they put out posts congratulating Coach uh, Dwayne Casey on his nominee for Coach of the Year. Congratulations, Coach. Coach of the Year. The only problem is Toronto fired... Dwayne Casey on Friday. So a little weird to nominate the, or congratulate the coach on his nomination after you just shit canned him less than a week ago. Uh, So that's your first option for motherfucker of the week. And your second option is everybody is probably aware. If not, we'll talk about it during the show, but uh, Supreme court this week opened up sports betting to States. So Las Vegas is not the only one now who can uh, lay claim to sports betting, uh, legal sports betting that I should say. There you go. Yes. And, uh, Good but, clarification. Yeah. But in Major League Baseball, uh, Joe West is an umpire, and he is concerned after this announcement because he's worried that if he blows a call that somebody's going to try to take out his knees in the park. And that's not even how he put it. He said, uh, with this being legal, people are going to be upset when they lose bets, and I'm worried about the umpire's safety. Yeah. Hmm. Why you got to worry about their safety, Joe? I'd be worried about their safety this week when they blew all sorts of replay calls in the Braves games. <laughs> I, I wouldn't worry about gambling. I'd just be worried about blowing calls when you have tape and you still can't right, get it right. You still can't get it right. So those are your options, Joe West or the Toronto Raptors social media team. Uh, like I said, very random sides of the spectrum there. But both motherfuckers in their own right. So you decide Absolutely. who is the motherfucker of the week. Um, let's get into this beer, Scott, because... <sighs> All right, so we ordered this one. This is a, a, one of the most recent ones that we got from Tavor. Um, this one came in in the most recent shipment. It's by Decadent Ales Brewing. This is French Toast Double IPA. And if you're saying, what? Exactly. That's that is, exactly that what is, we said when we saw the email and when we thought about how it would taste. But we had, to, it was one of those that just called to us. Like, wait a minute. That's yeah. so weird. We got to try that. Yes, uh, 100% had to try it. So here's your your quick stats on it. 8.6% ABV. 
Uh, it's a double IPA with Vermont maple syrup. They say it's got a touch of cinnamon and notes of dough and pancake batter, mm. which a uh, little crazy that it would have that. Uh, here's some of their other beers, too, that they make. And this is, as I was going through their lineup trying to figure out what they make, uh, th- these names just called to me, and it makes me want to get every single one of the beers they have. They make a s'mores IPA. They make mm. a toasted marshmallow IPA, which is kind of similar to s'mores. It's basically just s'mores without the chocolate, I'm mm-hmm. guessing. Uh, and then they make a double toasted marshmallow double IPA. Whoa. So these guys are clearly They're all, all about experimenting. sweet profiled IPA. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they, here's, here's the other crazy thing, too. As I was researching this brewery, they don't even have a tap room open yet. Like wow. it's it's they're just, just pumping out. Cans? They're just yeah, manufacturing oh. beer. They are in the process of building a uh, brewery in their New York area. They're just north of New York City, and maybe that's why. So back to back New York breweries after we did yes. Southern Tier last week. That's a good point. Yeah, mm. um, we went from Western to Eastern New York, right? <laughs> just traveling across <laughs> New York. Uh, but this is so initial reaction, Scott. I'll let you describe your initial reactions of this beer. Well, initial reactions, as Joe pointed out when you open it, is, well, what the hell? The coloring doesn't suggest any Throws type of it. It up. looks like an IPA. Yeah. It looks like an IPA in the glass. There's nothing that would suggest there's anything added. just looks like a regular old kind of hazy IPA. But as soon as you take a sip of it, it's exactly what you're thinking. What the hell am I drinking? It's... An IPA, you can taste the you know the hops, and it has very much the flavor profile, just beer profile of an IPA. And then it also splits, and you have the taste of cinnamon and syrup. I, I don't really taste any batter of any type, but it, it definitely tastes like you have maple syrup and cinnamon in there. Yes. But the tastes are split. It's not as if they're combined. It's like almost like they're fighting each other. Not in a bad way, but not in a good way I, I, I don't know what to think about it it's just like they're just like dueling for supremacy within within my taste buds and i, I like i don't really know because i mean i really i can taste them separately with each sip it's like mm, ipa mm, mm, there's cinnamon sugar and what i told you is that it tasted like if anybody's ever had waffle crisp uh, from <laughs> uh, a random mid-90s cereal that 90s kids probably had I wasn't a fan of the cereal. I remember being sorely disappointed. I remember how much it was advertised, and it was a terrible cereal. But I've had it since growing up, and I'm like, eh, it's not as bad. But it tastes like they took an IPA, threw a bunch of that cereal in there, and let it simmer, and then they're like, all right, can that. Because that's the flavor I get. Have you ever had a breakfast shot? I have had breakfast shots. It's similar to that. That's what this kind of reminds me of. A little because, bit. Because an IPA instead of the Irish whiskey. Yeah, if you've never had a, a breakfast shot, it's butterscotch schnapps and Jameson, and then you do a shot of I, orange juice. I got Cheryl turned on to those shots. Dude, they're so good. Because that's my favorite shot probably One weekend at Go Bananas, uh, I was there with Vic Henley and Kenny Zinlinghouse, who did the show. We made... Uh, the bar across from Go Bananas run out of the ingredients for breakfast shots because we did so many of them. I've done that. And when we were in Mexico on the honeymoon, they were unfamiliar with it. And so I had to actually kind of, they, they didn't have, well, I had to walk them through it and then they were missing. They didn't have the butter, butter, oh, the butter scotch. scotch. Yeah. So it was kind of like an altered one, but it still worked just as well. And they were so excited to give us the shot of orange juice to follow it <laughs> afterwards. But yeah, it does taste similar to that. Uh, yeah, this is that's what it kind of reminds me of. It, it reminds me if you put butterscotch schnapps and an IPA and then did that shot like that instead yeah. of the whiskey flavor. It's you're 100% right. I think you put it the best. 
they're like competing for flavor. Mm-hmm. It's normally when you have an IPA with like the fruit in there, it kind of just masks that hoppy taste right? and like cuts the, the bitterness. Mm-hmm. But this one still has that bitterness like underneath. It's so in the sweet. It's a yeah. mind fuck. It, it is. is a complete mind fuck. Joe, what do you think of this beer? You've had a couple sips so far. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, that's the best way to say it. It's very, it's a very unique beer out of all the beers we've had on the shows on the show so far. Like this is one of them that I'm just like, I don't even really know what to say about it. We joke all the time about, um, is this going to hold up? We'll see how it holds up. This is definitely one that it's like, I have no idea if this is going to be good. Like this could end up being absolutely terrible halfway through this class, or it could end up being one of the best beers we've ever had. Um, so be interesting we, to see. We really will see how this one holds yeah, I was up. Say, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see how I feel at the I end don't of know. this. I don't know what this is. Uh, so here you go. Uh, French Toast IPA by Decadent Ales Brewing. Uh, stick around and find out if we can deal with this beer through the whole show. Uh, you want to get into Upper Deck, man? Sure. 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 <laughs> Got really uh, <laughs> excited at so high pitch. <laughs> you get so excited about Upper Deck. And Upper Deck, as always, is brought to you by Minuteman Tickets. Shout out to the guys at Minuteman Tickets. We hung out with them this past weekend in Columbus. Such cool dudes, At a Columbus crew. Yeah, you guys are awesome, and we had a really good time. Thank you, guys. But they sponsor this segment, Minuteman Tickets, is locally owned in Columbus by Scott and Matt. Couple of guys who are sports fans, just like you and me, and beer fans. We've yes. got that. big time beer, beer fans, booze fans. <laughs> <Blues> fans. <laughs> yes, uh, Minuteman does things the right way. No trying to order tickets from a robot or paying ridiculously high fees. If you call them up, you're going to talk to a real person and avoid all of those fees that the other guys charge. And Minutemen will even sell your tickets for you. Check them out. MinutemanTickets.com or give them a call. 614-943-3000. That's 614-943-3000. They will handle any type of ticketing needs. If you think for anything that you might think of, it has nothing to do with just being sports, concerts, uh, they, they were telling us about a taco rock. eating. Yes, in uh, Indianapolis, some taco fest. Yeah, uh, so they're big rock and range. range. Yeah. yeah, so whatever tickets you can think of, they've got them. Or if they don't have them, they get them for you. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Robert Taylor, by the way. Robert just joined the the broadcast and wanted to let us know he's here. Hey, Robert. What's up, Robert? Uh, make sure you guys you can catch his show, show right, right after, after us. us. MMA to the max. If uh, you're into MMA and you want to hear somebody who knows what they're talking about, go listen to Robert because I don't know shit. I watch every we week don't. and I'm just like. I'm learning things. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> we begin Upper Deck again for the second week in a row with Tristan Thompson. My man! And despite going Hall of Fame petty last week when he invited his uh, mistress to the Cavs game uh, when Khloe Kardashian refused the tickets, he's back in the news this week. But this time, NBA players are the ones that are mad, not the Kardashians. Uh, trying to get back on Khloe's good side, Tristan blamed the culture of the NBA for the reason why... He cheated because he felt pressure and that there's an expectation for players to hook up with groupies on the road. That didn't sit well with the players who were like, are you you serious, bro? What the fuck are you doing right now? Why are you throwing us under the bus, man? Right. Um, on, and on his Instagram post where he proclaimed that this is the, the issue he faced, uh, former NBA player and super awesome guy, Matt Barnes said, Quote, I've been hearing this a lot this last couple of days. If dude really said this, this is suck a shit straight up. <laughs> if no one else will say it, you fucked up. Take it on the chin, dog. Don't try and throw everyone else under the bus. Hashtag who raised these niggas. 
this led to other NBA players commenting with Steven Jackson calling Tristan Thompson a clown and Chris Cousins, or Chris Cousins, Boogie Cousins. Chris Cousins. In high school, there was a football player on our team named Chris Cousins. Oh, okay. Good cover. Yeah, (laughs) good cover up. Uh, He simply responded (laughs) FN, which stands for fuck nigga. (laughs) So hashtag who raised these niggas and fuck nigga. And that's Tristan Thompson. Dick move on his part to like throw really, the whole league under the bus. Really dick move. It reminds me of the the whole thing with uh, Gilbert Arenas and uh, with uh, Nick with Swaggy P and oh, yeah, Nick yeah, Young yeah. and yeah. him calling him out and basically right. saying, but that that whole ordeal where uh, and who was the one who originally did it and got shipped out of LA? I'm blanking on dude's name. D'Angelo Russell. Thank you, D'Angelo Russell, and he basically Producer was like Joe to the rescue. Yeah, uh, I could picture his face too, but he's just like I couldn't. I was like, go on. He made all he made all sorts of uh, excuses. Iggy Azalea was was the woman yes. involved. Yeah, and he made all sorts of excuses as to why he did it. Iggy oh, it's we're just joking and all that. And people were like, nah, bro, not cool. Like that's not not cool at that's all. That's not man. something that happens in NBA locker rooms. That was not a joke. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I just uh, like it's so weird that Tristan Thompson last week was like, no, I don't even care. I'll bring my, I'll right. bring the side chick to the game. Who cares? I'll give her the tickets. And then this week he's like, no, baby, they, they I, I feel like I have to do this. It's their fault. It's bro, not my fault. Bro code completely violated. Awful move on his part. Uh, Tristan Thompson, I'm, I'm returning the jersey that I ordered last week. <laughs> <laughs> that Hall of Fame vote's going to be rescinded. <laughs> Uh, before we get into the next story, keep in mind, everybody, 15 shares and we'll do a shot. So Yeah, share uh, the show. Shots are going to be really weird with this beer. And That's going to be a weird e- mix. Yeah, uh, but we'll still do it. And at the end of Upper Deck, we've got a winner to announce for yes. our share contest. Yep, stick around week. with that. Moving on. Um, so it was recently found out that a 25-year-old man had enrolled at a Dallas Independent School District High School and played on their basketball team. Uh, Sydney Bouvier Gilstrap Portley. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's right. As I'll allow it. It sounds right. It looks. I mean, based on how it's about that, I'm going with that. I would have been f- suspicious with that name. <laughs> Hold on. How well, that wasn't. Dude? That wasn't his real. Like, or that's not the name he told them. That oh. was. That's his, <laughs> that's real, his name. real name. Oh yeah. God. Uh, apparently he told school officials though that he was a victim of uh, hurricane harvey and that's why he didn't have any documentation and that's why uh he said he was a 17 year old high school senior sounds legit and they were like sure man that's that's cool yeah uh not and what's being overlooked in the story he got into two schools like he went to one high school and then transferred to this other high school to play on their basketball team um Hillcrest is where he ended up, played on their team, likely would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you medicine kids. Uh, no, he, they, a coach from lousy the, dog, a coach from the high school that he actually played for when he graduated in 2011, the coach <laughs> noticed him and recognized him and called school officials and were like, hey, that's a fucking 25 year old dude. That's on your he team. Graduated seven years ago. Yeah, there's no way he's eligible. Right. Uh, so they uh, he alerted the Dallas ISD. Worst part about the whole story is that the dude supposedly had a relationship with a freshman girl, 14 year old oh, girl, uh, and is accused bro. of kissing her and touching her inappropriately. Bro. So first of all, what exactly? Hang on, let me back up. 
would you guys want to go back to high school? Let's no, start there. No, exactly. No. That's where I'm at. I don't even want to think about high school. All those ever people again. that I've ever I've ever heard in my life say, "Oh man, high school is the best day of my life." I, I never, I've never understood that. After four years, I was like, "That was just four years that I'm cool with." That that's yeah. it. Like, there's nothing fond about it. It was just four years. That's it. And then what's this dude doing for money? Because you got to be in school from right. eight to three, and then you got basketball practice, and you got games, <laughs> and you got homework. You got you got homework. You Papers do. Hang out with your fourteen year old girlfriend. There's a lot of shit on your plate. Where do you have time to to work? So clearly he was living with his mom, and was that his cover? Like I'm going to work, and she's like, Oh, where do you work? I work at the school. I'm I'm. At the school now. So many questions. Uh, but I don't... I, what is he trying to accomplish with this? That's what I don't understand. Like, why would you... It, eventually, you're going to get found out. It's not like you're going to get a sweet scholarship and they're going to be like, this is the greatest basketball player ever. So uh, I got more details on this okay. later in the day at work earlier because we ran a package about this. One, he did... It, it was... We had Chris Proctor joking on the, the post earlier that was on the Craft the Root Sports group that ball is life. That really was like his excuse. He just really liked playing basketball in high school so much and didn't have anything going on that he wanted to play high school basketball. Talk again. about peaking early. But, if that's all it was, was but, just like, I really loved high school basketball. But here was the real, like, downer. A couple of players and coaches were like, he wasn't even really that good. That was going to be 25. That was going like, to be my next question. So I am wasn't that good. I turned 34 in a couple months. I feel like there is no high school sport that I would excel at right now. If I went back right no. now, there is no high school sport that I would be good at. I would get beat down by 16 and 17 year olds constantly. Doesn't matter. Pick a sport. Golf? Nope. Those kids are way too good for me. It, baseball? I can't hit a, a fastball from some of those kids. There's no way. That is crazy to me. And embarrassing. Super embarrassing. Well, I mean... For multiple reasons. I think you're in the same boat as me. You can't... No, no, no. Not oh, you. No, 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 no. I thought you were talking to me. Oh, I was no, like, no, 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 no. I couldn't do shit. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I'd get my ass whooped on the chess team in high school. Uh, no, that's not even athletic. I, no, I'm... Same boat as you there. I'm talking... I'm losing. Yeah, no, for this guy, embarrassing that you just... You ain't got nothing else better going on, and... That and you weren't that good. And you're trying to fuck a 14-year-old, man. Come no, on. I didn't want to talk about that. Why you got to go Pete Rose on this? He went Pete weird. Rose on this. Uncalled for. All right. Let's move on to something even more strange. Uh, hey, Mike, Joe, you, you guys ever wondered how to pick up Russian chicks? All the time. Okay, I wish cool. there was like a handbook to tell me. Well... <laughs> Lucky for you, there is. Uh, the Argentine Football Association, they've got you covered. A manual this week detailing various things, how to help their national soccer team in the upcoming World Cup. Well, somehow within the manual got printed a section about how to pick up Russian women. Of course, of course. You know, because while you're... In Russia for the World Cup, there's certain things you need to know, how to dine, how to order things, you know, just how to generally acclimate the the customs and apparently how to pick up the women. Uh, <laughs> but th the thing was, the air was found out while these seminars were going on and the, the, the leaders sprinted in and wanted to grab all the manuals and just rip out the, the section. They found out and it was like, oh my God, we've got to get these all now before this goes public. <laughs> this is going to be a disaster. Too well, <laughs> one quick thinking reporter was like, oh my God, there must be something in here they don't want to see. 
and kept an unedited copy. Did not get it. <laughs> so we've got some of the ways you can pick up Russian chicks. Some of the gems, uh, quote, Russian girls do not like to feel like objects. Nor do any women. I was like, yeah, so why are we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, many men, because the Russian women are beautiful, only want to take them to bed. Maybe they want it too. Mm. But they are people who want to feel important and unique. <laughs> Gonna stop. If you need to know this as a, a man in any country, there's something wrong with you. But I'll continue. Uh, the advice is to treat the women <laughs> who is in front of you. And this is how it was printed by you women, not woman. Uh, the women who is in front of you with their own ideas and wishes. Pay attention to their values and personality. <laughs> Don't ask stupid questions about sex. <laughs> For the Russians, sex is very private and not a topic to discuss in public. And then in parentheses, maybe you do not believe me, but I know what that is. End quote. Uh, another one of the rules. Quote, do not try to impress the girl in the wrong way. Maybe you try to impress her by talking about the money you have, that you know everything, that you are perfect, and the others are poor, stupid people. In the end, if the girl has a little sense, she will bounce you. Be real and talk about you in real terms. Talk about your faults in the fun way and about your positive points. Normally, Russian women pay attention to important things, but of course, you will find girls who only pay attention to material things. In the money, if you are handsome... You tell me. Do not worry. There are many beautiful women in Russia, and not all are good for you. Be selective. End quote. First of all, did they run all of this through Google Translate? Is that how they came? I was going to say, the way this got translated into English is horrible. But either way, what in the shit? Are Argentinian guys that inept with talking to women in general? Because these are basic rules for talking to women. Better question. Not just Russian Better women. question. What are the women in Argentina like if any of this, this stuff is, works? like doesn't apply to yeah. them? Look, it's not going to be easy when you go to Russia. So here, here's a <laughs> list of things that you need to know. Because it's not like our Argentina. They don't care if you talk about stupid stuff. In Argentina, sex. pull out dick. <laughs> Weird. I was, I was setting somebody up for a Yakov Smirnov joke there. <laughs> In I Russia, women pull out dick for you. <laughs> Anyways, baby. Uh, <laughs> an apology was issued. An investigation is going to ensue to see how this got in there. <laughs> I don't know. It's so <laughs> ridiculous. It's it's my favorite story of the week. It's like, hilarious. I know that was a long story, and we 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 talked a lot. But there was there, no way to go short with this. Because and that's the not even relevant. English. That's only two. Yeah, these were there was a list of eleven, I think, rules. One of them though was like one sentence where it's like, "Do not do that." <laughs> After saying something, it was just one of those, "Do not do that." Do not pull out dick. Basically. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, if you need tips on hitting on Russian chicks, check out an Argentinian soccer manual. Deadspin's got the, uh, the, the post for you. It's saved forever on Deadspin. So weird. Uh, all right, so personally, I am a big fan of jumping seats as when you I should go be. to uh, games. It is it's one a of, fan's right. It's one of the best things to do when you go to a game. It's almost like a challenge to see how close you can get Absolutely. without paying for that good of a seat. Especially at a certain point in the game. Here's my trick, too. You ready for the trick? You get two hot dogs and a beer. And you walk down, and then when the guy stops you and is like, "Can I see your ticket?" You go, "I, I, I know where I'm going," and they just let you go. They don't even ask you. <laughs> That's pretty solid. Because you're like, "Oh, we, uh, uh, I got it." Yeah, done. Nobody Tick- even questions it. Ticket and crutch. <laughs> Pull out crutch. 
Are you a Russian woman? Uh, but apparently, you don't want to do this in Yankee Stadium. That's what we found out this week. Uh, because there was a, uh, a dude that... Um, he he's like their Marlins man type guy. He's been so on a, an annoying jackass that sits right there behind home plate. Yeah, get on TV. And he's been on gotcha. a bunch of games so far. He wears like a lime green, bright like safety I, vest color. I'm shirt. a conscientious objector of Yankees games, so I have no Fair idea enough. what you're talking yeah. about. But he, he puts like a little message on each shirt, and, okay. and people are like, "Oh, it's that guy, giant douche." Cool. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, he uh, he jumped down to uh, the lower level to their their really expensive seats behind home plate, which are like. A billion dollars yeah. ticket in that. Stadium. This was during a rainout between the uh, with the Yankees and the Red Sox. So totally there fair. was a big rain delay, and then after the rain delay, he scooted on down to like the first row. But the problem with wearing a bright neon green shirt is you kind of stick out, <gasps> and uh, they don't they they'll notice if you haven't been there the whole game, especially in those seats where like. They're known for it's like rich people that yeah, are like that aren't gonna dress well in neon and, colors. Yeah. Uh, so this dude got found out and got thrown out of the the game. Uh, security ejected him. He was banned from the stadium for life, and was arrested and spent the night in a Bronx prison cell. Holy shit, dude! I don't know what they're like. I don't know if that's their policy for all seat jumping or if it's just because he went to like the, the seats that are $2,500 per seat. But that is a harsh fucking punishment. The more I thought about this story this week, the more I thought there's got to have been something where they're like, we got to get this guy. If you see this guy, this is what's going to happen. This doesn't sound like a first time offense. I couldn't imagine if you and I went to a Yankees game and we're just obviously not wearing bright. Right, flamboyant colors or anything, but got it. I mean, I've been kicked out of seats from ushers at Reds games where they're just like, "Hey, you, you know, got it." And it's yeah. just like, "Get out of the seat. That's not yours." And right. they, you know, tell you, I've never been escorted out. Haven't been banned for life. Yeah, and I definitely haven't spent a night in a jail cell. This all seems really excessive. Super so I have excessive. a feeling that they were out to get this guy. <laughs> at least like, I hope so. Otherwise, this was a huge dick move. Absolutely. Super dick. delay. Yeah. Like, Come and, on. and those seats are already, because they're so expensive, there's a lot of empty seats there anyways. And it's baseball. I can watch any game in, right. in, in the league. And before eh, maybe the third or fifth inning, there's a lot of empty seats yeah. in the lower bowl. It yeah. is a baseball problem. Super dick move. But I always felt part. like after a Yank or a Yankee, after a rain delay or whatever, I mean, it's kind of fair game. And I feel like MLB should kind of encourage that, hey, I mean, not saying they want to upset people, and that's probably why they don't do it. But after a certain point in the game, about the fifth game inning, when it becomes an official game, right. if, if you've noticed that people aren't sitting in the suit, those people probably aren't coming. Yeah. And I feel like they should encourage people at a certain point to like and, make the stadium look full and <laughs> make it. Yeah. Make it look full. And I mean, w- what's the harm in a good PR thing of saying, Hey guys, find an empty seat. And I know they don't want to, it could cause fighting and all sorts of things like that. So I guess they can't just come out and on the loudspeakers and say, Hey, find an empty seat and it's fair game. But I feel like they could just tell the, the security teams like, Hey, kind of just turn a blind eye to that stuff yeah. at a certain point. And if somebody claims the seat, just ask them to move. Boom. And that's if it. anybody ever, and that's the thing, whenever I've seat hopped, I've been in that situation. People come up, hey, uh, oh, my bad, dude. Sorry. And people know you the know deal. The, no, you know what you do in that case? 
it, when they're like, hey, this is, uh, you're, you're in my seat. And you go, oh, is this 139? Oh, it's 138? Oh, my bad, man. I'm in the wrong section. I got, I came down the wrong section. See, set of I just, I just own it. I'm like, hey, we've been here. It, we've all been there before. It's baseball. Like, man, I didn't think you were coming. Hey, bro, you got me. It's cool. And I get up and go. Like, no big deal. And there's never been an issue. I mean, I've never had anybody get pissy with me. Because if you own well, it, that's what I feel like. like yeah. I feel like there's something to the story I've where he, like, seats. fought them about that's it. That's what I'm that's saying. That's the he, only way he had that to I have can... had a previous instance with yeah there's got to be something to I it. mean you cannot arrest somebody for sitting in the wrong seat like right. what could he have been arrested is it, for is it theft because you you're sitting somewhere yeah. where you didn't pay for it like, like if is you that the charge fraudulent tickets and they busted you on something like that i could get that it that makes sense but see for me i've gone i've had it the opposite way where i show up to somewhere and i'm not a late person to show up i've just gotten there and hey man you know you're in my seat oh Sorry, and they were actually, you know, a couple rows back. Yeah. I just happened to try to, it's like, I'm not going to get offended unless you tried to argue with me. Right. I've never had that happen. Right. Happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's, right. a good, that's a good segue. Yeah, hey, that's a good one to move on to. Uh, <laughs> Moving on. So, Toledo gonna Toledo. My hometown, I swear to God, they never make the news for anything good. It's just always just <laughs> random stupid stories. So, I'm kind of surprised that it took this long for them to make Upper Deck. This is the home of generally stupid stories. <laughs> but, uh, this week, they're a national punchline again because they decided they were gonna award Jim Harbaugh with the key to the city. Cool, man. Now everybody knows how much I love Jim Harbaugh. If you listen to this show or you know me, I love me some Jim Harbaugh because of his 49ers days. He will always have a special place in my heart because of his 49ers days. But he was born in Toledo, not not even raised there. He was like they, he was happened to be born. I think both him and his brother were they born were on in Toledo. Vacation. And then they, they no, they <laughs> they lived there, but shortly after he was born, dad was a coach. Yeah, because he went moved to on. he went to Michigan, right? Yeah, he they moved. In, they moved. Lived on. in Michigan. Yeah, and so it's not like he's born and raised in Toledo. Toledo. It's not one of those things what we claim. We got Jamie Farr and. That's about it. <laughs> Most of you are like, who fucks Jamie Farr? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so Jim Harbaugh gets the Jamie key Farr? to... Hang on. Who is Jamie Farr? The dude from MASH. I thought it was from MASH. Yeah, all yeah, right. Yeah, all yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Guys are old. <laughs> so old. Joe's like, what's MASH? Well, I was going to say, we're right on the cusp of not knowing those. Yeah, honest. that's very like, true. So it's no, yeah. it's fine that Joe doesn't know. But anyway... Katie Holmes. That's, that's there you go. Idea. Okay. Rockin' Toledo. Anyway, so they give Jim Harbaugh the key to the city for no real reason. I mean, he hasn't, let's be honest, since he left and gone to Michigan, he hasn't really won a whole lot. I mean, he turned them around from not really sucking, so they've sucked less since he's been there, but they haven't done anything special. He was in the key city. Well, the University of Toledo was a little upset by that because <laughs> their head coach, who I actually had to look up because I didn't know his name. <laughs> well, I, I mean, Maction. Who cares? Right, yeah. Uh, once upon a time, I did know their coach's name. But uh, James Candle is a... He won Mac Coach of the Year this year and led Toledo to a Mac title. <laughs> Toledo did not give him to the key to the city. So UT <laughs> was Harbaugh a little bit, little bit upset and a little bit butthurt. Well, but it's not as if Harbaugh petitioned for this. Here's this the, just an honor. Here's that they the other funny thing too. If you if you really take a look at this, Urban Meyer was also born in Toledo. Same situation. Didn't live there. Yeah. Didn't grow yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah. But was born there. Hasn't gotten the key. To he city. hasn't gotten the key to the city. So the two coaches from Ohio <laughs> that, are, <laughs> that have ties to that area. 
They didn't give them the, the keys. The basic to the premise to the story, as far as I could say, is this is so Toledo. <laughs> like, they're trying to do something to honor somebody that was born there, but not really. And I mean, he, I don't know how revered Harbaugh is up there because, I mean, it is very much split as far as Michigan and Ohio State fans. So there's probably a fair amount of love for Jim Harbaugh in Toledo. But nobody's, I'm sure, clamoring for this. There's nobody out there like, well, yeah. you really need to give Jim Harbaugh. So here they are just doing something, but they are completely ignoring the coach in the city and just yeah. got themselves into a pickle <laughs> for no good reason. No good reason, but it's like, Toledo. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last story of Upper Deck. Uh, the Western Conference Finals are going on right now. We got a good series going there, tied one-to-one. Uh, however, if you bet on this series in Vegas, you already won. Congrats. That is if you bet on the Warriors. Uh, the Warriors have already been deemed the winners at the Golden Nugget Casino in Vegas. I should have put money. Yeah, you should have because it's done. Uh, and similarly, if Houston wins the Western Conference Finals and makes it to the NBA Finals, either the Cavs or the Celtics will automatically pay out as winners. Doesn't even matter what happens in the series. Fuck? The reason why is the owner of the Golden Nugget Casino, Tillman Fertitta. What is with the names I've got on weird. this week? Super weird names. Uh, he bought the Rockets back in September for $2.2 billion. So to avoid any type of conflict, they took Rockets games off the board at the Golden Nugget all season long. They've never been there. Hmm. You've never been able to bet on the Rockets to avoid any type of conflict. Um, so because of that, as soon as the Rockets made it to the Western Conference Finals, that nullified everything else. The uh, the Warriors were, by default, Western Conference champs because you couldn't have bet on the Rockets to win the Western Conference Finals. So let me get this straight, though. If you were a wise guy and you knew that, and you had that inside info, couldn't you just bet heavily on the Warriors? Assuming that mm -hmm. you knew, I mean, and everybody... As All soon of us as included, it said Warriors are going to make it to at least the Western Conference Final, and, you, and we assume they play the Rockets. Yep, you just immediately as the playoffs started. Yep, I'm betting the Warriors. Like, you could do it. Uh, I mean, back in uh, in September, as soon yeah, as they, that's what I'm saying. As soon like, as this all went down, you could have bet on the Warriors, <laughs> and it would have paid out. As soon as it became Warriors Rockets, right. the Golden Nugget was like. Uh, we'll honor the Warriors tickets. Just bring them in. We'll cash them in. <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, super crazy story. And I love the fact that if the Rockets do win this series, Cavs or Celtics uh, finals championship will pay out. They could get swept and it doesn't matter. You could have a winning <laughs> ticket uh, for the, the Cavs winning the finals, even if they lose to the Rockets in four. That's crazy. Crazy story, uh, but an awesome segue to one of the biggest <laughs> topics. This has been Upper Deck, uh, brought to you as always by Minuteman Tickets. Go check them out. Definitely. Again, shout out to the fellas at Minuteman because that Minuteman was a super fun, com. super fun weekend at the Columbus Crew game with those guys. Uh, Scott and Matt and Grant was there. Was good yes. time. A lot, of, a lot of good Thanks time, again, man. guys. Uh, let's do our, our quick announcement on our winner. Yes. Uh, we did a contest this week. We have and, another uh, Minuteman ticket giveaway winner and Craft Brute yep. Sports t-shirt winner. Yes. Uh, so we uh, we did the random generator before we got on the show. Okay, cool. Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> no, that's, that's fine. I did it last week. Uh, the winner this week Making was John Carlson. That was much better. <laughs> Uh, John Carlson's number was picked and to be fair we just put everybody's name as many times as you tagged somebody and then just did a random number generator number 13 came up and that happened to correspond to John Carlson so John uh, shoot us a message we'll get your t-shirt out to you and get you a code to use at Miniman tickets $50 off any order. congratulations <laughs> 
Uh, so we were talking about uh, Fertitta and his purchase of the Rockets. Uh, the big story this week was obviously the Supreme Court ruling that has now federally legalized sports betting. States just have to come up with their own laws. They say New Jersey should have it within the next couple of weeks, and then other states already have referendums ready to go, and they're going to be coming on the ballot soon to, to allow gambling in those states. Uh, great news for everybody that doesn't live in Las Vegas. Yes. Uh, and for some reason, all of the leagues have been fighting this for this whole time. Like they were the ones that got this federal ban put in place in the first place. And they've been lobbying against this because they knew this case was coming up and they've been trying to kill this case and get it shut down in the courts. And uh, now they're all doing this about face. Like, no, it's, it'll be okay. Like we just need to figure things out. We want to protect the integrity of the game. <laughs> Which is complete horseshit. Yeah. That's, I mean, what code for we haven't really figured out how we can get our cut, so we've boom. got to delay this. Except for Adam Silver. He has totally figured out how to get his cut. Adam uh, Silver is always ahead of the But game. I don't even understand how you can do that, like how you can try to get your cut of something else that you That's haven't been getting this cut all along in Vegas, so did, why are you... That was basically what all the gambling and legal experts said this week. They're like... Good luck. I mean, you can say whatever you want about because I think it was the NBA that came out and said, "Yeah, we want to get one percent." Yeah, yeah, that was silver. Yeah, yeah, and it, everybody just was like, "Good luck," because yeah. you, you haven't been getting it forever, and Vegas has been there over there doing right. it. How are you going to convince anybody else that they should be? Is like it would be on a state by state basis, and basically out of the goodness of their heart, they'd have to say, "Here, here's your money," because. Yeah, you're the ones providing the sport and no state <laughs> is going to voluntarily give up money. So they probably won't get anything. <laughs> you know, it's going to be the best kick in the dick about this when the NCAA tries to get a cut and the states are like, no, you don't deserve anything. And they're like private but, institutions. But we're the ones we're <laughs> the ones that are doing the thing. We should get paid for it. And everybody's going to be like, oh, really, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the players are doing the thing. That's my sweet, <laughs> the hot take horn. <laughs> it, it has the multi-faceted <laughs> DJ air horns. So I think this is, I don't understand why people are so worried about this. Like everybody's freaking out that the game is going to suffer. All games are going to suffer because there's going to be fixed outcomes. And, but why, like sports this betting is me. already a billion dollar industry yeah, as it is. This, this All this means is me. you don't have to go to Vegas or you don't have to pay a bookie to do it. Yeah, this just reminds me about all the people, all the stodgy old people they're still holding on to. We can't legalize weed. Oh, think of the children because it's just, they, they don't have real reasons. It just, that's not the way it's been my entire life. We, we can't do this. And that's an, this is another thing like that where they don't have real reasons. It's just we're butt hurt and we want to bitch about yeah. something. And so we're gonna, but I mean, just like weed, people have still been doing it. It may not have been legal. There may have been ways around it, uh, you know, whatever the case, but it's going to happen. And it's going to be and nothing, such a cash flow and, for and, states to do this. And in general though, nothing's going to change for just about anybody. Like, yes, no. the states will be getting more money and there's certain, you know, it'll be much easier for gamblers that, you know, do it a lot. But other than that, like nothing changes. And any any of these leagues or individual people that are like, well, this can't happen because insert fraudulent reason here. That's just an excuse. There, there's no. It won't affect games. It won't affect. I think anything, what the almost. the biggest concern is, and the 
I guess there is some type of uh, concern with having a Pete Rose type situation where players are could have happened before. betting. It absolutely could have could happened. Could have before. always like, happened. Like there's that's what that's what's crazy to me. Like now it's actually better because it's out in the open. You're you don't have somebody secretly doing this and mm. calling up a bookie and much like weed. And right. it's like you don't have all sorts of people that are getting thrown into jail or creating weed empires on the low. Right. If it's regulated and you just buy it at the store, that yeah gets rid of all the quote-unquote illegal stuff. Right, and now you have to claim your winnings. Like, that's right. going to be a red flag all the, like right off the bat when it's like, wait, man, where'd all this money come from? I don't know. You got paid out by uh, Jack Casino. What, what's that about? Hit it in blackjack. <laughs> Says here it was a wager against the Cavs, LeBron. <laughs> hmm? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> have you seen who was playing? I mean, uh, what? <laughs> but this is going to be the the uh, college athletes' way to get paid. Fuck it. That's a, that's a way to do it. You're 18. You playing football? Go ahead. Xavier Make, is a five bet. minute drive from the casino. <laughs> <laughs> like, coach, I'll be right back before this game starts. I got to go place a wager. Soon as soon as you find out your star player is out, it's like. Hmm, I'm going to go take a, a lunch real quick. I got to go down, bet on the other team. Uh, I think it's it's awesome. I'm super I, I think it's awesome. It. I don't even gamble, but I'm I, I'm glad when things like this happen that aren't they aren't harming anyone. I mean, anybody, I'm sure there I can guarantee you there's somebody out there, well, you know, people degenerate gamblers and people who have gambling problems. This is going to make it easier, it, you know what? If they have a gambling problem, they're finding ways to do it anyway. That one way or another, this would you rather them do this or online poker? Yeah. I mean, they're I mean, still going to do it. Yeah, right. There's no way around. <laughs> I like how that's my, uh, well, I mean, if they're doing heroin, they're just going to do it. Fuck it. Just, <laughs> I know it you, sounds, it what? sounds bad, but it's just like, by this ruling didn't change anything with people who have a gambling problem. I mean, right. if they had a gambling problem before, they were probably already gambling or there's ways for them to have gambled. So all this, this does, open up a whole all this world. does is allow guys like us to go to the casino right. and have fun. Like, I don't like to gamble a lot because I feel like I, I could get gamble. sucked in really easily. Like, I've I've been down that road a little bit where I'm like, I spent how much money tonight? Holy shit. Good thing this nope. is vacation. See, fun. I lose 20 bucks and I'm like, oh my God, I can't make it. <laughs> so I don't care. But it would, it, like, this is, this is now going to be, I don't have to go to Vegas to watch March Madness and bet on it. I can just go down the street and sit in the sports book that they'll eventually build and just <laughs> bet on some games and chill out and watch that there. Cool, man. I am on board. And that's the extent of what it's going to be. Like, it's just going to make it so much easier for guys like me to bet. And now you're getting revenue from that fucking great news for everybody. Anyways, um, <laughs> there it is. I knew that. I'm so glad he was in there. Ray just popped in and said, I'm so pumped to open my own book. <laughs> well, there, there it is. Uh, do you want to talk about your favorite story from this week? I do. Okay, go for it. I'll I'll just turn over the mic. Ten hours. <laughs> Jordan, mother. <laughs> Damn it, Joe! I thought it was my headphones. <laughs> no, I knew immediately what it was. Joe cut my mic. Anyway, by the way, the phone line's open four four zero thirty seven. Drunk. Yeah, call yeah, in yeah. and Talk about whatever don't, you want. Don't call in while now. I'm I'm talking. Um, <laughs> we got Jordan. We got the Bulls. We got ESPN thirty for thirty and Netflix. I believe all collaborating. To do a 10-hour Jordan Bulls Dynasty Era documentary. (laughs) God. Announced this week, they dropped a a, a minute-long trailer. It's basically just Jordan talking and 
I don't know, stuff was happening. I watched it like 10 times. It's so good. I think it, it, this has the potential to be awesome. It also has the potential to be fucking awful. Because if it's just 10 hours of a highlight reel, sorry, man. No. I don't want to watch it. See, well, it better get into the gambling. Who, it better get into all the dirty stuff behind the scenes. It was, They said that a lot of this is un seen footage like that which i sweet which even in the trailer i saw some shots i mean because i've got ultimate jordan dvds and i obviously i've seen a lot of jordan you've got a michael jordan coloring book you're (laughs) like you're all yeah (laughs) but there were some shots in the in the trailer that i thought huh i've never seen that just like behind the scenes stuff like there was one where he he picked up one of his sons and like hugged him or whatever and it was like an after game in the locker room just some random shots where i'm like i've never seen like that type of and so if it's that type of stuff where it's just all this footage and things that it's kind of unreleased or very rarely seen, it's kind of like when they got the footage of the, the Dream Team game. Right. And it was, right. oh, hey, here was this scrimmage that was talked about, but we have this, even though it was like a shitty steady cam up in the stands. But that video was like a big deal, even though right. you know, hey, they practiced and they're, you know, whatever. But this is kind of like that. But, I mean, 10 hours? I mean, obviously, there's going to be a lot of things that we've already seen a billion times. But even just this week, or maybe it was last week, uh, the I can't remember how many years it had been since the shot over Elo. And on Twitter, somebody had tweeted out an angle of that shot from, like, the opposite side. the Not the usual angle that we're used to seeing from behind, his, you know, with his yeah. back to the, the camera on the opposite end of the court where it's just like, Oh shit. I mean, there's but see, that's the video. type of thing. Like, I don't, I don't really care about that. Like, well, I, no, know I know, I know, I'm just, that's, but I'm that's, just I'm saying if example. that's what it is, where it's like a bunch of stuff where it's like, but you didn't see the jump man from this angle as I, well, fucking, yeah, right. No, I'm, but I'm not, I'm just saying that came I know out this yeah, week yeah, yeah. and there's like, so if that exists, there's all, there's gotta be all sorts of other footage that otherwise wouldn't make sense to just, have out there but in a 10-hour documentary i mean that's a lot of time how to pissed film, so. are you gonna be if after 10 hours you watch the entire thing sit through the whole thing you're like this is amazing this is the best thing i've ever seen i love it oh my god there's been so much stuff that i didn't know about i feel like i know jordan more I, i've seen all the gritty stuff i got to see his gambling problems i got to see all the and then the credits roll in the last part of the 10 hours and then the credits end and it just cuts to an interview with jordan and he goes yeah, by the way, LeBron's better than me. And then it just ends. How pissed would you be? What kind of... I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be pissed. I would be like, what kind of science fiction bullshit is that? Did, hold on. Did we need to see a reverse angle. Was there a gun to Jordan's back? There's zero chance he would say, everybody's seen that damn Hall of Fame speech. There ain't no way Jordan's admitting to shit. That would be, that would be the biggest payoff. Just if Jordan, <laughs> even if he doesn't believe it and he just says it at the end of 10 hours of his greatest hits and he's just like, yeah, by the way, LeBron's way better than all this shit you just saw. And then it just ends. Oh my God, I'd laugh my ass off. Would never happen, but whatever. I'm gonna make <laughs> I'm going to make my son Jordan watch all ten hours. He's actually <laughs> he's actually going to hate his namesake by the end of the ten hours. <laughs> and it won't be the last time he ever sees it either, because I know I'll watch it. But this is just like the OJ thing. And I love that that OJ thing was the best thing ESPN's ever done, as far as I'm concerned, as far as original like programming. Like it that. was really good. And how long that was, was that? Ten hours? I think that was no, or eight hours. Yeah, I think it was like eight. Yeah, because it was something like four that. different ones, four different parts, and each one was two hours. I think so you're right. Yeah, yeah, it was about eight hours, and I mean that was incredible. So I, I I expect good things from this. I I highly doubt there's any way that I'd be disappointed, and even if it was just 
10 hours of YouTube footage, <laughs> YouTube highlight reels put back. Either, I'd, I'd love it. I know you'd be on board. That's what I'm saying. It better not be that. <laughs> hey, uh, Agent Orange. Agent Orange. The president? Weed or craft beer? Oh, president. <laughs> weed. That weed. is weed. Agent yeah, Orange is a weed. I, If I had a real guess, that I was weed. weed, but also president. Uh, this one's just for Scott. Death Star. Beer. Joe, do you have a guess? You said it was just for Scott. I know, Scott. but I, I meant the name was just for Scott, yeah. just like, because it's oh, a Star Wars. Beer. That is a weed. That is a Whoa. weed strain. Death Star Weed. Ouch. Um, this has been weed or craft beer <laughs> for the moment. <laughs> and Joe, Joe and I are, we, we have the same exact answers. We, we, I know, not, you guys never go You just opposite. sprung it on us. It was just like, I oh, know, no. I wanted to just sprinkle it in. Because <laughs> I meant to do that more last week, and then I, I never came back to it. Trailed off. So, uh, well, yeah, you know, in typical in typical fashion. And then I was looking down at the rundown, and I was like, oh, yeah, weed strand of craft beer. Cool. Uh, do you guys so want bulls, to? So, 30 for 30. Jordan. Next I mean, year sometime. We have no date. So just, I think, I mean, 30 for 30s are never bad anyways, so and that's it's going to be good. It'll be good. Uh, we'll see how that one holds up, though. <laughs> 10 hours? 10 hours is a long time. To, I mean, there's got to be some good shit in there for 10 hours. They're better Only be. on ESPN+. Plus. Don't even fucking joke. That's not even I funny. I was going to say that. That is not even funny. ESPN+. That is not even funny. That is this is a, a good time for a call. <laughs> yeah, as we're rattled by that. <laughs> Craftwood Sports, who's this? <laughs> it's Lou the Dog. Lou, where are you driving back from this week? It's Lou the Bookie. <laughs> I'm driving back from Dana's Garden. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> Did you get a Herschel special? <laughs> I just got a bunch of natties. <laughs> All right, man. Keeping it classy. Good. Glad to hear that. Uh, How do you uh, feel? What what have you guys been talking about? How bad you are picking NBA because you guys all thought the Cavs were going to roll? I don't think anybody said the Cavs were going to roll. I said Cavs in six, so I could still be right. I I feel pretty confident in that. Oh, Joe's the only one that was like, yeah, I I said that. (laughs) I don't think I said they'd roll, but I could have. I just picked them to win it all. they were going to sweep, and all the rest of you idiots, both of you were like, Celtics have no chance. They might win one or two games. I, I oh wait, too. they might yeah, win no, one wait, or two. No, no, no. And how many have they won? Wait, how many have they won? It was two. Okay, yeah. cool. So yeah, it was we, four, five, six. I so, mean, we're, so we're still in line to be right. I mean, first well, of all, Mike's not, but I'm still in line to be I right. I'm still in line. I said five. Yeah, but the Cavs can't win in five. Oh, that's right. They lost six. two. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I, I do. Bad. I do's math. Math is tough. I just listened to the podcast from last week today. You guys are all just railing. On Boston. Wait, hang on though. This and, series isn't, and why does everybody think the series is over? The Cavs lost two games in Boston. That's not crazy. That's supposed. To that's happen. exactly how that's it's supposed home to court go. Advantages. Yeah. So <laughs> the only time Cavs fans I'm should not, be nervous is if Boston steals one in Cleveland coming up here. Outside of that, okay, I, we'll we'll wait till Game Seven. Listen, I agree. I actually think the Cavs win in six. But yeah, I'm just go back and listen to last week. You guys said some crazy shit. That's fine, but I picked Cavs in six for a reason. I expected <laughs> Boston to win at least two. I didn't and, know that it would be the and first what's two. what's the but... difference if it's Cavs in five or six? Like, is that that crazy of a pick on my part? No, it just means that you're wrong. That's all. <laughs> when the Cavs get run out of the gym in the first two games, yeah, it is. <laughs> But if the if the Cavs run the Celtics out of the gym in the next two games, yeah. then it doesn't then really matter. Then who gives a fuck? Well, anyway, what about sports gambling? How pumped are you guys? (laughs) 
Well, we're just I'm talking not about it. much of a gambler, so I mean, I'm happy, but I uh, doesn't really change. It's my good life news. Anyway. Uh, I'm I'm wondering how nervous you are because you mentioned when you were on the show that you're not allowed to place bets on sports anymore. So how <laughs> how awful is this going to be for you, man? Oh, it'll be all right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like somebody who's already figured it out. He's, he's started the new bank nervous. account. This is great because now I can legally get on the right side of the tab and take advantage of all the idiots like me. <laughs> Taking advantage of yourself. <laughs> I just gotta I just gotta find my angle and, and it's gonna be great. Well I'll be your first uh your first client at your sports book once you open it up. Super pumped for that man. I'm gonna open up I'm gonna open up the Lou the Dog sports book <laughs> and it's gonna be fantastic. I'm I'm uh, looking forward to it, bud. I'll, I'll let you guys in. You guys can have a free account. You won't even have to pay the initiation fee. <laughs> that's That sounds I mean, good. Yeah, I wouldn't pay that anyways. Like As soon as somebody was like, there's an initiation a- fee, I'd be like, all right, see ya. I'm going to go somewhere else. <laughs> I'm going to go to the casino where there's none. Okay, bye. If you listen to Craft Roots Sports, then you get $100 in free bets. <laughs> all right sounds good all right you guys heard it here first the hit it with that sponsor code book. craft brood <laughs> right thanks for the call man all right boys see you bud see you bud <laughs> classic he's crazy enough to fucking open up his own sports book that's the craziest part to me he would he would do that that's i mean yeah they open it up to legal gambling and people are like I could totally make my own illegal one now. Right. What? <laughs> You've been able to do that forever. Um, all right. Well, since we're talking some basketball, so obviously Cavs are on the ropes a little bit at 0-2. Uh, I don't think they should be nervous at all, like I said. Until they lose one at home, it doesn't really matter. So, Which I have a feeling it. they'll win game three. And then game four is where it's all up in the air. I mean... I, I, I'm shocked at the way Boston played so well in the first two. That's the thing. I feel like Boston is just playing out of their mind right now. Yeah. I don't. I can't see them sustaining this for a seven-game series. Yeah. But, but that's why, I mean, I don't think, you know, I never thought that the Boston was going to win, but certainly not sweep. Um, so them winning the first two like they did was a little bit shocking. But, again, I feel like all the Cavs have to do is go home, win game three, and I feel like, it kind of changes things, not not to where anybody like if you're a Celtics fan, where you'd be panicking or anything, but where it's just like everybody kind of relaxes. I I, I guess. Do you think if it I would sit here and be like super shocked if Celtics go up three zero? If mean, Celtics go up three zero, then there's a a big problem, right? Yeah, then, then something's whoa. What then the you, hell happened? Then you should start series? checking LeBron's books because he's got some bets on the side <laughs> and he's tanking. Uh, but I I just feel like. The, the supporting cast for Cleveland cannot stay this bad for this entire series. Well, we no. thought that same thing in the first round where we were like, Jesus Christ, the, the Cavs are terrible. Like, it's LeBron and then a bunch of scrubs, and then they ended up you know going seven games against the Pacers and getting the win, and I feel like we may see the same sort of thing this week. Well, I just think that overall, we talked about it last week when we made our picks that Boston – just the the guys that they're they're down to based off injuries and attrition and everything, you're like, eh, this is just a scrappy group of upstarts that made it through the East, and that's all fine and dandy. But I mean, they were the one seed, so they had home court advantage in all those series, and yeah. But once they faced the best player in the world, like, right. okay, things would kind of even out, and Cavs had hit their stride, sweeping the Rocket or the Raptors. 
I, that's why I was just like, whoa, two if you're, blowout <laughs> wins? That was a surprise. If you're a Raptors fan and you're like, man, we were garbage. Like, we couldn't get yeah, one I, dub against them. This makes, yeah, I mean, if you're a Raptors <laughs> fan, that's are, what it makes you. Those are the fans that are just like, what the fuck happened, man? Right. They're actually rooting for the Cavs. And I'm like, damn, making us look <laughs> not as bad. Like, can you get something here, Cavs? Yeah. Uh, crazy series. Uh, over in the West, uh, the Rockets just had a 22-point win to even that series up. That one's a little bit more of a. Uh, I mean, I know you're not a, worried. No, I know I'm not. But I mean, it's a series. But I, I said Warriors and six. But so. I think this comes down to just like we said with the the Cavs. It's not a big deal that you lost two on the road. That's kind of supposed to happen. Technically, you would give the Warriors an advantage since they won they game one steal, in Houston. So they, they did negated steal, home court advantage. Yeah. So now it's a five game series, and Warriors have home court. Yeah. Uh, in so, that case. You definitely it tilts the scales even further towards the Warriors. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> are you worried, Joe, after the after coming out with the one on one split in the first two games, are you worried about this beer bong bet that you have with Scott? No, not really. I mean Jesus, this man can't be shook. He Last won't be night, shook. He won't be shook unless they, it, until they lose. They win, yeah. Until until, until, until if Which is fair. Loss. I ad, I admire Joe for sticking with his guns. I mean if you're gonna make that pick, there's no reason to bail on it, especially after one one. I mean, things are split, so there's. Yeah. I, I fully expect that Joe to still be confident about his pick. There's no reason for him not to be. Right. I mean, game one, game two is what I thought Houston was going to do in game one. They were going to be That's all fired up yeah. from being home and just take over a game, but they just got lost in lost in their own ways in game one, and they just couldn't get out of their rut, shooting rut. Game two, they just came out on fire, and they didn't let up at all. That's the only thing. And, I mean, that's the ultimate reason why I wouldn't. I didn't ever think that the Warriors, like, Houston pretty much played perfect last night. That's exactly what yeah. they have to do to beat the Warriors. Warriors. Can they do that three more times? Right. Warriors don't question. have to be perfect to beat Houston, but Houston last night was perfect. That was essentially their perfect version of a perfect game for them. I just don't think you can do that three more times. How crazy is that Warriors team that Steph Curry can be non-existent and it doesn't even fucking matter? That's, like, that's why that I is, don't pick against that them. That is how good that team is. Like yeah. Steph Curry is one of the best players in the league, and he can just shit the bed two games in a row, and it's like, eh, fuck it, man. We, we got split. enough to pick you up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're good. bananas to me. By the way, Rate wants us to say, for the record, I don't plan to open an illegal book. I'll do everything within the regulations, which are TBD. He wanted that on the record. <laughs> I was just going to say, is it just for the, the feds that who was might be a, listening Yeah, in? that was a disclaimer. Well, I don't know who's <laughs> listening in, man. I mean, they kill our feed because we That's talk true. about, uh, or we use an Adrian Broner drop. So maybe maybe there are people listening in that are just like, tag that name as a an illegal bookie. <laughs> That's okay, because Lou the dog, yeah, we're getting him. <laughs> It's his Twitter handle. They can trace IP addresses and That's shit. That's true. <laughs> he is doing everything legally for those uh, people listening. Would never um, think of breaking the law. All right, so you guys still feel good about each of your picks, Rockets? Or Five whatever. game series, whatever. We'll check back in a week and see where we're at. Okay. Which, so we're doing the show on Wednesday, which I guess we should let you guys know next week we're a Wednesday yeah, show. Early uh, week. Day early next week. Um, but game three will have been played because that's Sunday. 
And then game four would be Tuesday. Tuesday. So okay, so we'll have two more games under the belt to see where we're at. So, so I mean, we'll be at a two two series. I was just gonna we'll say like, so it'll be two two and be like, all right, so here cool, we are, so best nothing, of three. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping there was gonna no be closer. something a little bit more <laughs> decisive, but no, we'll we still won't really know. <laughs> and then at that point we'll be like, Hey guys, remember when everybody thought the Celtics were gonna win this series? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the East is like tied up and it'll be two two in both series. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, that's gonna be there's the storyline. Print it already. Print it for next week. Put it yeah. on the paper. Rundown's done. Two two, <laughs> both series. <laughs> Got it. Um, I don't feel good about the Cavs winning at all. I didn't really, anyways. But I'm looking at the bets that I had, and I'm like, yeah, there's <laughs> you no way. Never felt that good. About no, that. I mean, I I didn't. I didn't think they were really gonna win. But now watching them, I'm like, man, there's really no shot. And I don't. I really. I think the Celtics match up a little bit better with the Rockets. I don't think anybody beats Golden State if Golden State's in there. Yeah, no. Um, Neither of those East teams. We, yeah, we, we've made that clear. Forever. I think the Celtics the, matchup. The NBA championship yeah. is in the West. I think the Celtics match up better with the with the Rockets. Uh, I think the Cavs lose to either one of those teams handily. Yeah, it's going to be a super boring NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Unless there's some bullshit behind the scenes that I actually make think, it interesting, I actually uh, think that the the only interesting series, to be perfectly honest with you, would be Boston Rockets. And that would be the, which is the series that the NBA does not want in any way, shape, or form. They'd be okay with Boston. Nope, the, they don't want that. They'd be okay with that. They don't because want it's, that. It's a traditionally good enough fan base nope. And, and nope, classic. Yeah. Team. They they don't care about the stars. They want the people that are going to come to the game, spend that money. Nope, Boston, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because it doesn't matter no, no, who's Cleveland doesn't travel. Boston travels. It doesn't matter. It, the games will sell out in the finals. It doesn't matter who's no no no. I know who's that. In but what I'm all saying of those is, all Boston is, Boston is still a TV draw because there's that fan base of like it's not. They're they want LeBron about, versus they I'm want LeBron that, versus the Warriors. I know they're not. I'm not <laughs> saying that they don't want LeBron, but I'm saying Boston is also a high. You know who they wouldn't want the Raptors or uh, yeah, you know, they really yeah, don't want the Raptors. I mean, they, when, when they did that, they were like, "Thank you, LeBron. Right. Appreciate that, bro." You, you don't want the Raptors. <laughs> you don't want you know. I, I don't know any of the other <laughs> lame. Lane team. said, "Hashtag go Lakers." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool, man. <laughs> Hashtag fuck the Lakers. Hashtag Kobe's a rapist. All right. Uh, let's move on to some NHL Always. talk. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, right now, the Lightning and Capitals are tied up uh, as uh, the Lightning tries to even that series. What the fuck is going on with the Capitals that they're actually doing good? <clears throat> More importantly, what the fuck is going on in that series? The road teams won every game. Yeah, it's very <laughs> bizarre. Um, and the Lightning have a, a good chance to win this one. Last I saw it was, I think it was tied at two in the... Uh, in the second period, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I can't pull it up. Okay. All right, good. Uh, of course, you can't pull it up. Shocker. What? I don't, I don't get it. Huh? What? Do you, what it was it a mean? sex joke. It's a dick oh, joke. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Went right over the old skull. <laughs> anyway. No, I got it. I just didn't like it. I just wanted you to have to explain it more. Shitty said, damn it, I tune in right for NHL talk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry, man. Uh, It won't be long, though. It's quick. This is our breakdown. Uh, Jets and Knights, that wild game one, and then Well, that's the thing. So we were in Columbus for that game one, and and when that was going down, I was like, man, the Jets are going to roll this series. Because they came out 
fast. Flurry looked like out of his element. I was like, oh, this is the flurry it's, that they <laughs> thought was gonna. No, in general, happen. you're like, oh, that's the expansion team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And cool. then and then Vegas comes back and just turns it on. All of a sudden, it's like these guys won't quit. Yeah. This team will not go away. So um, that series is even, right? No, uh, Vegas is up two one. Oh shit! I missed a game. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm not crazy on that, right? Yeah, okay. Vegas is up 2-1, game four coming up, um, and they're in Vegas for game four, so they have a chance Jeez. to go up 3-1, although we've talked about before, home ice advantage, yeah. and it doesn't really, yeah, you can see that in the East, home yeah. ice doesn't really yeah. mean yeah. shit uh, when it comes to hockey, but uh, that series is super fun to watch. If you Even if you don't like hockey, watching that series is crazy fun, just because it's a fucking expansion team doing nuts shit like that. Yeah. Also... Have you seen the videos of their like pregame ceremonies? Yes, they're doing with like Cirque du Soleil comes in and they yeah, got like. What, but don't they actually have a knight that's wearing golden yes. armor? <laughs> he comes out and like slams the ice and then fire shoots yeah. up. I'm like, how does this even happen on ice? I, what the fuck is going I on had right seen now? Seen a headline that said if you're late to a, a knight's game, you miss the best part of the show. Yeah, in typical Vegas fashion, they go with like fucking line dancing, like strippers and shit, and it's there's like boo falling from the ceiling and i don't even know it's the <laughs> kevin, craziest kevin shit. grady hit us with that awesome sweet hot take that vegas winning is bad <laughs> a little inside inside humor there when i had posted an article about some asshole saying that vegas winning in their first year is just bad for them and for, for the fan because yeah. the, the thing that the makes a true fan because yeah, a true fan is one who suffers for a while you man like, i understood what he was trying to say no he's a douchebag no, 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 but under no circumstances is actually n- not winning a good thing like period like yeah. yeah sure you don't want this fledgling city who just has their first major league team and anything to experience a championship in the first year because then maybe you know down the road that's that sets the bar so high but overall you want them to win like you want the fans to win like no fan is ever going to say you know we really shouldn't win this year we got to pump the brakes we got to ease into this really whole hope- winning thing we well, and learn then he, how to win and then he talked about how like heartbreaking losses make a fan like yeah, that's no, what a, that's no. what a fan is is looking for like man i really hope we lose i really want to be jaded for seven. a few years like i hope we're it out. i hope we're up by 3 in game 7 of the stanley cup and then we lose you four know to what three. Oh, that would do you it know for what me. Would be I would awesome? be a fan for life. You know what would be awesome is if we made 14 straight playoffs and only won the championship once. It would really give us character. <laughs> no. Trust me. Nobody's fucking saying that. that you know what? Sucks. I want to be highly rated every year, and then I want my team to shit the bed <laughs> midway through and then ruin everything for me and just destroy the whole season. That's the Notre Dame fan take. That's, that's what a Notre Dame fan deals with every fucking year. Oh, this is the year. This is the one. Oh, we lost again. Cool. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll be back over here. See you in September. Somebody's calling to end our misery. <laughs> Stop your self-loathing. Grapefruit Sports, who's this? That was weird. Hey, what's up, Mike? It's Frankie. Hey, Frankie. What's up, bud? Not a whole lot, man. I couldn't not chime in when you talk about two of my favorite topics, Jordan and weed. As you guys know, I'm a connoisseur. <laughs> you really are, man. <laughs> Every, Everybody knows I don't hide it, but uh, also I wanted to I wanted to save Scott. Revolution does make a death tar, a play on the word. So yes, no with the beer half credit because this was Death Star, not Death's Tar. 
So, sorry, you still lose, Scott. Nope. (laughs) Caller's rule. I'm in. I'm good. I'm safe. Thanks. Frankie, you're also a hockey fan, man, right? I sure am. Absolutely. Since since this is your first call into the show. uh, I've had the luck of uh, having my Hawks be pretty successful in the last couple of years. We had some pretty really bad years for a long time. Yeah, I think that's when I picked him to go to the the cup uh, at like the start of the season, and then ever since then it's been. But to be mm. fair, though, before they won these past few cups in Patrick Kane era, they were god awful when we were growing up. Like, yeah, god awful. Yeah, back in those days, we were in front of three thousand fans. We were lucky. <laughs> Nobody cheered the anthem. Most a lot of people kind of booed. <laughs> uh, Frankie, who you got winning uh, the cup this year? I I got to do it because, uh, like I said, they, I got Vegas winning the cup. Yes, nice. it's by proxy. Their minor league affiliate is in Rosemont, which is here in Chicago. So they just signed a five year agreement with them. So for the next five years, I'm going to be a Knights fan. So this is super exciting. Nice. <laughs> That's good to know. Also, uh, what uh, strand are you smoking tonight? Uh, I would ask right you what you're I drinking, got, but it's, it's called it's called Jack Herrer. It's a <laughs> it's a Tiva. It's a day strain. Uh, rough day at work, dealing with customers. Just gotta gotta enjoy it a little bit. So fair enough, I'll, man. I'll, also, Scott, just for you though, just for you. What up, I actually, I have a medicinal card being a combat veteran, so this is all on the up and up. But just for you, if I make that show, I actually have um, – I ordered a strain of Air Jordan OG just for you. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so just, just just a disclaimer, ladies and gentlemen, if I am at that show, Scott and I will be highly medicated. Just, just a disclaimer. So that should make shit really interesting. I'm in. <laughs> and for the show. FBI boys listening, um, maybe, allegedly uh, – Oh, I have nothing to worry about. I have a medicinal. I have a medicinal card. Yeah, but Ohio, Good, I'm smoking on his card. <laughs> I'm okay. Can I, can I borrow that card? <laughs> Frankie, thanks for calling, man. It was good hearing from you, bud. Yeah, absolutely. You guys have a good night. Go you... Capitals! I really want to see Ovi in the cup. Mm, I've I been don't. A, a fan of his because just because the year they were drafted, Malkin went number one. Ovechkin went number. I know, flip that. Ovechkin went number one, Malkin number two, and Cam Barker went to the Hawks. Yeah, where's Cam Barker now? Nobody fucking knows. <laughs> I was going to say, I recognize I like, the first I don't know two that names. name. And then the third name, I was like, yeah. who dis? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. New phone, who dis? All right, guys. All right, Frankie, so cheers, much. bud. Thanks for calling, Good man. Good to hear Appreciate from you, man. It. We'll see you. All right. <laughs> Better. Peace. I love that he had the strain. Like he, he had the name for us. Love that. That's fantastic. Uh, all right, we were going to talk about the Browns going on hard knocks. Uh, I Basically, know... it'll be a disaster. No, but that'll good be way. a fantastic. No, show that's to watch. what I'm saying. Okay. It'll oh, be a disaster it, in a, a good way. A, a car wreck yes. that you want to watch. Oh, I'm all in. I can't wait to see Baker Mayfield. That was just going to say. I will. If it wasn't for Baker Mayfield, in fact, maybe that's what got them this. Because I have a feeling yeah. Sam Darnold too boring. Maybe, but Josh they didn't Rosen, want it. Everything I everything I saw, they, they did. didn't want this. Well, because it's the kiss of death. Yeah, it really. I is. mean, for the Browns, anything's a kiss of death. Being <laughs> the Browns is a kiss of death. But. So I am a Browns fan, and we have said no the past three years. 
Yeah, no, it, well, pretty much. So then, what team, does it this year? Like, why would they? Because you good guys, players, they're not going to go defeated for two years <laughs> in a row. Well, well I mean, and that and the NFL will only allow you to say no so many times. Like, there's so many. In fact, I, the Niners have avoided it because if you're really good, you just get like an exemption. It's it's like right. You're never going to see the Patriots teams. on yeah. hard knocks, and so you get an exemption. But Niners have fell into this, like, and I think it was between them and the Browns, from what I read. And the Niners just dodged the bullet. But they're, I'm like, oh my God, we got to make the playoffs this year because otherwise we're going to be on that shit next year. <laughs> and I told my friend earlier, I'm like, as soon as I see Niners hard knocks, season's over, write it off. I'm signing up for HBO it is for the, this one. It is the, uh, oh, I have HBO, so I'm good. I'm all, all right, the way. I, scratch that. I am stealing Scott's HBO login <laughs> for this one because holy Same. shit. <laughs> Let's just take it out of the Craft Fruit Sports account, man. It'll be cool. We'll, we'll give <laughs> this, you a can, this can only go one way with Baker Mayfield. I'm excited. It's going to be super fun with Mayfield in there. Otherwise, I don't really care. No, Although, wait, if Josh Darnold had been the quarterback, this would, it would be like, eh, I'm not in. But May, Mayfield's going to make who? Make into, there you go. Josh, Josh said, Darnold. Josh Darnold. I, I just combined. <laughs> I just combined Rosen. And- you now have to name every white quarterback in the NFL. That's your new tag. I can actually Wait, do that's going to that. be like easy, I was, right? Was like, Wait a minute. I just do that. name every quarterback. <laughs> no, can, can I just name the black ones to keep it short? <laughs> Not Colin Kaepernick. Okay, there. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. shit. Uh, that's going to be a good hard knock, so make sure. Uh, we're, I'm going to be talking about that a lot come. We're August. going to have yeah, to, because well, that's going to be must see. That'll be right around baby time. Yeah, that will be baby time. It'll be a lot of mini-sodes about hard knocks in yes. August. <laughs> Let's hot take updates on hard knocks. Each hard week. knocks, hot takes. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into uh, Consumer Can It this week. Uh, Consumer Can It, as always, brought to you by Tavor. If you guys are in need of beers that you can't get at your local bottle shop, hit them up. Go to craftrootsports.com, click the sponsors link, order through that link, and you'll get $10 in credits after your first beer. This week... We had French Toast Double IPA by Decadent Ales. Um, you go first. Okay, I was going to give it to Joe. Nah, I know, but you always make us go first, and I'm making you go first this week. Consumer to Canon. <sighs> Mike Brilla. This is the weirdest <laughs> fucking beer I have ever had. Like, I want, I want to love this beer. I want to really love it, and I think... Had this been a stout or a, a porter, there would be no doubt consuming it. It would have been amazing. Easily. The fact that it's a double IPA, it is so bizarre. And like I thought, okay, maybe as I get through this glass, it'll it all it is the same taste throughout the whole can where it was like of confusion. Yeah, where it's like, oh, it's sweet. Oh, that's bitter as fuck at the end. And I don't understand what is happening. It's, who's with this the brewer beer? of this? Is decadent decadent nails. That's the yeah, yeah decadent nails. Is this is confusion by decadent. <laughs> like if this was a cologne, that's what it would be called. That being confusion. said, that being said, as somebody who is not as big of a fan of IPAs, this does what I want to see in an IPA. It cuts the hops flavored down like the the harshness of the hops is what i don't like about ipas and double ipas this one cuts that down immensely it still has a weird aftertaste but i think the french like the the cinnamon and the maple syrup does enough to kill the upfront taste of the hops that you just get that little bit of aftertaste so i'm gonna consume it but it's so fucking weird it's the weirdest beer i've ever seen weird I mean that's the that's the ultimate thing for this beer is just weird. There's nothing it is a middle of the road rating on untapped at 52. 
people call it a mind fuck, and that's all you can really say is that this beer is that's a good point. Weird yep. that I, everything Mike said was absolutely correct, and I, I will hammer home again the point that. For it being a double IPA, we've now had a couple of double IPAs, and mm. double IPAs without anything are extra harsh and just extra rough for non-IPA fans like Mike and I. Um, so I will say that the cinnamon and the sweetness that is in there does cut through that a little bit, but you still taste it. So it almost it's almost like the cinnamon and syrup balance it to become just a regular IPA. Right. So it doesn't have the extra harshness of a double IPA, but still there's no denying that it's an IPA. But I've never had any of the beers on the show where it's just so divergent, the flavors, where I can taste both of them and it, it never tastes mixed. Never yeah. did the entire time. I'm going to consume and mostly because you guys got to try this just so yeah, you understand. You gotta, like, yeah, it is a very no unique flavor. So I'll say consume just because I want you guys to go out there and try it. Joe, you are the IPA fan on the show. What do you think? Why is there sugary sweet in my IPA? <laughs> what in the world is going on? I don't like it. No, it, it's pretty good. It's it's a consume. I mean, I you can have the one, and then it's like okay. I had the, I gave it the good old try. Like yeah, I'm good. But uh, have one. It's, it's not bad. It's yeah, yeah. It's it, not bad. It's just like, but the, it's not great. Like you try it. the special release, and, and it's just like, okay, I'm gonna go back to my regular beer now. And this is why I think this has that 52 rating on rate beers because people who don't like IPAs are going to drink this expecting it to not taste like an IPA, and they're like, oh, it still kind of tastes like an IPA, but it's kind of good, so I'll give it, I, I don't know, like yeah, 50 percent there. And then people who love IPAs are like, this doesn't have enough IPA taste and it's fucking weird that it's like cutting into the IPA taste. So I'm going to, I mean, it's still kind of good. So 50, like, that's why I feel like this rating is right on point where it's just like, I don't fucking know. Like just drink it. And like that's a, and that's why I give it a consume because I'm like, I can't tell you not to drink this beer. It's not a beer that I would never drink again. It's just a beer that I, here's the craziest thing. Having this beer, I now want to try those ones that we talked about earlier. Oh, the s'mores and the toasted marshmallow. No. I want to try all of when them. When you are running through them, I'm like, holy shit. I have to know exactly. And my guess is they all taste Same like Same thing. This. It's going to be like, oh, there's marshmallow and hops. That's weird. <laughs> That's how all of those are going to be. Oh, marshmallow and chocolate. And there's some stank face. What they've, the fuck? They've managed to perfect a beer. With a flavor profile that no matter what they add to it, it's split. And you're yeah. going to taste both of them, and you're going to wonder, why are they together? And <laughs> I don't hate it, but I don't like it. It's such a weird beer. That is the strangest triple consume we've ever had in show yeah. history. Decadent Ales French Toast IPA. If you find it, though, try I it. I mean, definitely pick try them up it. if you find it. I have no idea what the retail cost is for like a four or a six pack of these, but uh, if you see it, it's worth it to pick it up, and ju- you got to experience this beer. You really do. And it's did we mention it's eight point six? Uh, we, we talked about, about it when, yeah at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean that. Well, it's also, a double, it so it's like a yeah, and but it doesn't taste too boozy, and it's not. I'm not right. really feeling doesn't kill anything you. crazy, so it's nothing. But such a weird beer. All right, let's uh, let's check in on our poll for the week. This week's motherfucker of the week. Your options were the Toronto Raptors social media team for congratulating <laughs> their coach on their coach of the year nomination. Less than a week after firing him. Or umpire Joe West for his ridiculous worries about now that gambling's being allowed legally in a bunch of different states, not named Nevada and Las Vegas, that 
he somehow umps and him are umps are in danger. Yeah, they're they're gonna get jumped in, in an alley now. All right, who is your pick this week, Scott? Joe West? Mm-hmm. I don't know how people <laughs> didn't pick Joe West. I mean, because the way the way I rationalize it too is one, Joe West is worried about something that's completely like could have always happened. It's ridiculous, but for the Raptors thing, I can almost overlook it as even the. It's dumb, and they're motherfuckers for doing it, because it. if I'm Casey, I'm like, well, you fire me and then tell me thanks. Yeah. Real, real dick right. move. But on the other hand, it's like, hey, we know we fired you, but we still really appreciate it, and you know, congrats you on... You got us here. We yeah. just want to get here, right. so thanks for like, getting us here, man. Yeah, congrats cool. on the award, too, which, you know, you're still coach of the year. Much deserved. Not- our coach anymore <laughs> just not our coach next year yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's just it's like a half-ass apology for firing like, the, i get it I this mean, one comes shitty, down to but, we talked about it before the show before we went on air the reason why this is joe west is because the only reason why an umpire would be under scrutiny for losing a bet for people is if you make the wrong call right if you are not making the wrong call then you have nothing to be worried about like yeah. okay yeah there's a close play at the plate and he's out and that would have given him the over instead of the under and that kind of gave everybody a bad beat but then under replay it's the right call guess what you got nothing to fucking worry about so you coming out and saying i'm worried about umpire safety means I'm worried that we're going to fuck up a lot of calls. So fuck you, Joe West. Umpires fuck up a lot of calls. They do. So fuck Joe West for this, you motherfucker of the week. Uh, Joe, what is Grady made the point, too. It's Canada. They do that shit to people. (laughs) Hey, mate. Hey. We're so sorry. So with 22 votes, (laughs) 22 votes, it is a 55 to 45%. Close poll. Raptors what? social media. Uh, this is going to be one of those that, like, two days later, this is Joe that, that West is going to pull ahead. J- that, that makes Drake and the social media team for the Raptors in back-to-back weeks. Apparently, yep. everybody just likes shitting on Canada. Fuck Canada. Blame Canada. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun show this week, man. This really I had a was. good time. Uh, as Scott mentioned, next week we're going to go so weird. Uh, <laughs> next week we're going to go early. We're going to be here on Wednesday because my wife is uh, her birthday is Thursday. So happy birthday, yep, Alex! Happy a early week birthday, early. and we'll say it again next week too. And I know we talked about last week having Jacqueline D'Agostino on the show this week. She yeah. had to move it back because I'm glad nobody noticed that and tried to call us out. But she's a bang gal, and they got to practice, and she had unexpected. Talk about practice. Yeah, we had unexpected practice schedules this week, but her practice schedule for next week got moved, and she is available next Wednesday. So promising now and if she's not on we'll find her and kill her i already told her that so it's okay she's <laughs> she's all right with it she she said you know i won't back out but next wednesday jacqueline diagostino of the Bengals will be here on the show with and us. the week after that we will be doing a live show at taft's brewporium Holy uh shit. come Our hang 100th out 100 episode 100 episodes uh you can come out hang out with us drink the beers that we're drinking uh we'll have microphones that you can come up and be a part of the show like it it, we're gonna have Wayne some, Mehmet will be there. Wayne's gonna be there. We're gonna have some giveaways for Minuteman. Yes. Uh, they they promised us to to hook us up. So everybody that comes is gonna get entered into a raffle for some giveaways for Minuteman. So be sure to come out. It's gonna make be a plans. big ass party in two weeks. Absolutely, big ass party. Thursday night, eight thirty at Hundreds Taft's Brewerium. Uh, so be sure be to come there. out for that. For all the details, follow us at Craft B Sports. You can follow me at Mike Burlon. Follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie Four. The Drunk Line is always open, 440-37-DRUNK. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, for sharing the show, for being a part of it. Cheers, everybody. We out!
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.